0: Hey, pretty chicks it is Jen and I am coming to you guys and pretty investors I actually want to come in and talk to you guys about five reasons why many of us have not started our business scared to start our business or afraid to take the next steps to start our business and to actually launch it into something the first thing is a lot of us think that it takes too many steps okay It's not that it takes too many steps. What it is is that there's so much information out here in the world. There's so many things. There's so much buzz and noise going on. When you go on YouTube, when you go on Facebook, when you go on Instagram, Snapchat, it will have you thinking that you need to do a thousand steps to start your business. But me, for one, I know that... If you wanna just start your business and you wanna start it as a part-time hustle, it only takes six steps genuinely to start your business. So that's one, get a business idea. Two, get a blueprint. Three, invest. You need to decide how much you're going to invest and that's time and money. You need a website, you need social media and you need a marketing plan. The most important out of all of those, all of them are important, but the most important once you have everything all put together is a marketing plan because the marketing plan is gonna allow people find you to be able to see you as an authority and yes when we all start we're not an authority but once you build your tribe of 25 people 50 people 100 people you start to see that you are the authority because yes you may not be able to get everybody to z but if you're already at a b c d e f and g you can teach other people that are at a to get to g okay so it only takes six steps and I'm going to say 10 steps if you want to go professional and I mean if you want to become legit you have the six steps that I already mentioned and the other steps after that is to decide on LLC sole pr- pr- sole property or if you're going to do a um, non-profit you pretty much just have to incorporate your business. I should have just said that in the first place. So one, you incorporate your business. Two, you get a business license if your business require, requires it. And the reason why I precursor it with if your business requires, because some businesses that some of us run, honestly, we don't need a license. But some businesses that we are doing, you do need a license, okay? And um, the third thing that you're gonna need is an EIN number, which is gonna be the social security number for your business, so that you don't intertwine your business with your personal personal finances. You get a a free EIN number, and then the fourth thing you're gonna need is, you need a business, account checking in order to make your transactions through that so you can accept payments and payments can go out through that business account. So that's 10 steps you guys. So it's not hard to start your business if you keep it simple. If you're doing it the hustle way, you need the six steps. If you're gonna do it the legit way, you're going to need the 10 steps. And then, let's go to number two. Why some of us ladies do not start our business is that we think it takes too much time. No, it does not take too much time when you box time out. Okay, you need to make time for this business. And a lot of us tend to think, well, I don't have time. Well, what we have to do here is get real with ourselves. And by getting real is we need to document the unnecessary use time and fill that time with our business. So the times you're watching movies, the times you're watching certain TV shows, the times that you're scrolling through social media, the times that you're sitting on the phone with your friend while she complains about her life, or vice versa, you might be sitting on the phone complaining with your friends about your life. Sitting around complaining is not going to change anything. Taking action and taking accountability for the time that we do have is going to change your life. So what you have to do is you need to take note. I want you to do this small assignment for one week if you can. For one week I want you to document the time that you have downtime and what you're filling your downtime with that's it do you have downtime yes or no if you do You need to figure out what you're filling your time with. I'm not going to lie for me. I personally do a lot of scrolling through social media. I do it for two different reasons. One, I do it for personal reasons because I want to see what everybody's doing. I'm just being honest. The second reason why I do it is because I want to see what other people are doing, meaning the competition, meaning people that are doing the same thing that I'm doing with my business. What are they doing? Is there something that they're doing that I could be trying? Is it something that they're doing that I need to stay away from? So... For me, if I was to take out one or two hours from scrolling through social media, then I would have one or two hours to devote to my business. And I personally suggest that you devote once a week at bare minimum. If you're starting brand new, you need to be devoting at least. And I'm being realistic here, ladies, because a lot of times people tell you, oh, you need to do work on your business like it's a full-time business. Agreed, you do need to put that effort in. But when you're first starting, let's be real, you're not doing all of that. So for bare minimum, I, bare minimum, I would suggest, or I would like for you to spend at least four hours a week on your business. And it all depends on what it is. So the way you find time is you need to take accountability or take account for the time that you're actually using right now. Okay, let's move on to number three. It costs too much to start a business. Eh, 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 I beg to differ. It does not cost a lot to start a business, but if you're going to go legit in the future, it is going to cost you some money. But if you're doing it the way I said with the six steps, a business idea is free. Finding out who's your blueprint, who's your competition, who you're going to model your business after is free. The investment part of it is not free, but when we talk about things like email, you can get a free free email, Google, Yahoo, Bing. If we're talking about things like a website, you can get a free website, Wix, Webley, Blogspot, WordPress. If we're talking about things like marketing, You can get a YouTube channel, market your business that way. You can get a free Instagram account, market your business that way. Get a Twitter account, Snapchat. There's free ways to market your business so you don't have to feel like you have to purchase ads. So when people say it costs too much to start a business, I beg to differ, it does not cost anything to start a business but what it will cost you in the long run it's going to cost you something to maintain your business so when we start talking about you incorporating there's a fee to incorporate depending on what city you're in or what state you're in what country you're in it may differ I know in California in order to establish your business to 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 submit your information for LLC costs $90 and it's not $90 together what it is is that it's $70 to submit for your LLC, and then it's cost you $20 to provide the LLC information, so all together that's $90. But what is going to cost money for the business in California? Make sure you check in with your own state if you're not in California or you're listening to this. But in California, whether you make money and you incorporate and you claim those things on your taxes, you are required to not only pay the bare minimum tax of $750, and I actually believe when you're listening to this, it actually, I believe, do not quote me, I am actually gonna check this information, but I believe it all. It went up to $800 a year to just be in good standing with the state. You have to pay a tax of $800 to have your business open but every city is different. So do not think starting your business costs money, but I will agree that maintaining your business and taking your business legit and not no longer a hustle, no longer a side business to take it legit, it is gonna cost you some money. But what is $90 to establishing your business, okay? And that $800, for example, in California that we have to pay as of tax, you can always make a payment plan if you just cannot pay it or you can do something like my CPA suggested and his suggestion for me is that he actually has me taking out a certain amount of money every month to make sure I cover my property I said property tax oh gosh that that's real estate Something totally different (laughs) I I am in the middle of a transaction you guys so that's why that popped up but you want to take a certain amount of money so say for example I know I have to pay the $800 in California once a month I'm taking out $100 to, once I have the whole $800, boom, I have all my money. So when tax time comes, I hand it over to the IRS so I can be in good standing with my LLC as a operational business in the state of California. So again, do not think that your business costs a lot to start. Your business cost you zero to start, okay? So let's debunk that myth, okay? Number four, people say, and this one catches a lot of us ladies, okay? And it caught me at one point in time. People are already doing the thing that you wanna do. People are already doing hair. People are already doing accounting and bookkeeping. People are already um, doing party planning. People are already um, baking cakes. People are already creating clothing. People are already having a boutique. People are already having a personal training business. Okay, who cares what other people are doing, okay? Who cares? And it's not that you don't care because you do care, but you have to sometimes go into this business thing and think, who cares what they're doing? This is what I want to do. And the difference between you and them is, you make the difference, okay? You want to put your own personal touch on something so that people can always want to come to you. People can always want to do business with you. And it doesn't matter. I use the example of gas stations, okay? There's Shell, there's Arco, there's mobile there's 76 there's chevron those what do they all do they all provide gas but every single one of them does something different i know some shells they have car washes i know some arcos or AMPMs, they have a whole variety of food and coffee and then i know that some arcos Same thing, have a lot of variety of food and coffee. So it's all the same business, but everybody offers something different. So the same thing with you and your business. Yes, you might say, oh my gosh, my friend over here does party planning. I want to do party planning. I don't want to seem like I'm following her. Okay, first of all, she's not the first person that's done party planning, and she's not going to be the last. Okay? If anything, You should look at her business and see what you like about her business and what you do not like about her business and see how you can make it better or see how you can make it similar. And if this person is a good friend and they know that this is the business you want to get into, hey, how about you be that person's assistant, you be that person's mentor for two, three months, learn the business, and then start your own business, okay? I don't want you to get stuck at that spot where, well, I don't want to do it because everybody else is already doing it. Nobody's going to believe me. Nobody's going to buy from me nobody's not going to purchase my service nobody's not going to purchase my product that is false some people are going to resonate you just resonate with you just because of who you are um one of the coaches that i um am a part of her mastermind she says people will pay you for who you are it has nothing to do with you know you're stealing someone's idea you being like somebody no if you want to do the same thing that a friend is doing that's okay. You just have to bring what's different about you to the table. What's unique about you to the table. What's unique about this process and product about what is it about you that is different. Okay? So you have to bring something different. And number five, but definitely definitely not least, is that I don't want to be a salesperson. I don't want to sell anything to anybody. I don't want to be salesy. You know what I agree with you a hundred percent. I agree with you that I do not like to be salesy. I do not like blasting people with sales and um discount codes and Sliding in their dms like hey, do you want to buy this thing for me? Hey, do you want to buy my service? Okay, first off You're not going to be annoying when you are selling your services. But guess what you are going to do on top of selling your service. You're going to bring value so people will look for your service. You're going to bring value so people seek your service and or your product. So don't look at it as being salesy and to be honest and to be so generic with you. And and just the truth of it is, is that we are salespeople every day. Okay, if you have kids, you have to sell your kids on going to sleep early. You have to sell your kids on eating vegetables. You have to sell your kids on going to grandma's house when they don't want to. You're a salesperson anyway. And have you ever been on a job interview and you've ate that job interview? Guess what you were doing? You were selling yourself at that point. So don't look at it as, as you're being salesy. Look at it as that you're offering somebody the best of what you have within yourself. And also look at it as you're already a salesperson. I'm sorry to tell you, you're already a salesperson. If you've ever been on a job interview, you've been a salesperson. If you've ever dated someone, you've been a salesperson. You wanna know why when you're dating someone or somebody's dating you, you're pretty much showing them the good part of you selling yourself, you're showing them the good part of you that makes them want you or what you believe should make them want you. So you're already being a salesperson. But if you don't wanna come off salesy, what you can do is, one of the things I recommend and it's not my own thing, I even reference, I do the Gary V. right hook, right hook, right hook, jab theory, and I sometimes my right hooks are a little bit shorter, but what I do is, boom, give good content on Monday, boom, give good content on Wednesday, boom, acts for the sale on Friday, okay? And sometimes I go longer than that, sometimes I do Monday, content. Tuesday, I mean, Wednesday, content. Thursday, um, Friday content, and then that following Monday, boom, I ask for the sale. What it is, is you want to provide value before you start to be salesy and ask. And that's when you turn salesy. When all you're doing is asking for the selling. You have not provided any value. You've not given, given anybody any points, any tips, any tricks, any corners on anything. You just go into it starting to ask for stuff. Like, hey, buy my, buy my book. Hey, buy my course. Hey, um, uh, you know, let me do your your daughter's birthday party. Like, you start to become super salesy, okay? When the only thing you do is ask for the sale. What we wanted you to do is not just ask for the sale. We want you to provide content. So much good, so much, so content that people do want to buy your stuff when and if you do offer it. And I'm only saying if because I want you to come up with your own way of offering up your Services and I said you know the Gary V jab jab jab. I think it's jab 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 right hook. I think I said it wrong, but you want to jab provide service provide um content. You want to jab provide content good quality content. You want to jab again, provide good good quality content, and boom, at the end of that, you ask for the sale, whatever that sale is. So, like for me, for example, one of the things that I'm doing right now is I am getting down to and again this is coming from my, this is not my own theory um this is coming from the coach that i am working with is she says you want to have when you first starting out you want to have one message you want to have one product you're selling product or service and then you want to have your, diff, your three different social medias. And I think that that's a good approach when you are brand new. And the reason why I'm taking that approach is because I have my other, my fitness business, I have a couple of things going. But being that this um, business entrepreneur, business coach is new, I'm taking that approach. One message, and the one message here is that I want women to invest in themselves by starting a business business a successful and profitable business with the skills that they already know they have. So turn your skills into dollar bills. That's the hook. Then the one thing that I am selling is I am selling the start your business starter kit. The the guide to starting your business. And I have two other things, but I'm just focusing on that one thing. And then my three um, social medias is YouTube, instagram and this meetup or the meetup groups and um i'm adding this podcast in and i'm not really looking at the meetup as a social media i'm looking at as that as a headquarters of you know having that personal one-on-one with everybody but i hope those five things helped you so i'm going to go ahead and recap the five reasons why we do not start our businesses is one we think it takes too many steps. Two, we believe that we do not have enough time. Three, we believe that it costs too much to start. Four, we believe that people are already doing it. So why should I start to do it? And five, we don't want to be salesy. Okay. And we just debunked all of that. So I want you guys to start your business. If you guys have any questions, you guys are more than welcome to email me at herbizpro at gmo.com or you guys, can go to the website herbizpro or herbiz.pro, okay? And um, go ahead and purchase the guide if you guys need it, or if you guys want to go ahead and have a brand clarity call, please call me. I said, Please call me if you guys want to have a brand clarity call, please email me because there's an application that I would need you to fill out before I start working with you. And on a side note, let's do that, let's talk about that real quick. I'm not gonna keep you anymore. But a side note is that when you are going to be out here consulting and coaching um, individuals in whatever you plan on doing, make sure that you guys have an application because here's the thing that we get caught up in when we are brand new at business. We decide that we want to work with everybody. And the truth is you cannot work with everybody. Everybody is not your perfect client. OK, so you want to have a way of filtering out who is your perfect client, who is your client that you you should be working with, who is the client that you know that you can get to the best results with, okay? You have to come up with that. Now, it's gonna take you some time to come up with that, but I suggest come up with twin, twin, come up with 10 questions that you wanna ask somebody who wants to work with you. 10 questions, solid for real questions, that you can look at those and say, okay, if this person does not at least answer eight out of 10, I can't work with them. Or if this person doesn't answer at least you know seven out of 10, with the answer that I want to see then you cannot work with them only because I rather you work with clients that you know that you can help than working with clients just to get paid and then they end up being someone that you cannot help and they end up being somebody who ends up tarnishing your brand and your brand's name because you chose to work with the wrong client okay so you guys I hope this was helpful remember you're a pretty chick you're a pretty investor and I'll talk to you guys later bye y'all